creative execution. What's your process? Creative execution. I'm your host, Brianna Elmore, and this is the Creative Conversations podcast presented by One Choice Magazine. Creative Conversations is a safe space to help both experienced and beginning creatives see the beauty in what they do in order to take their career to the next level. Whether you're just getting started or your work is finally gaining traction, Creative Conversations is a community of creatives willing to learn from mistakes as well as win. Be sure to share it with a creative person to encourage them on their journey and tag the newsroom at One Choice Mag Newsroom on Facebook and Instagram. It's only up from here. This week, we have an incredible creative guest to help you along on your journey. Without further ado, let's jump into it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Elmore, and today we have a creative conversation first. We have a group of entertainers that are here. We have Z-A-M, and they are singers, songwriters, rappers, dancers, performers, all-around entertainers, and all-around bad bitches. I'm sorry. I just had to go there. I had to say it. Um, so, <laughs> so without further ado, I will let them introduce themselves. Z-A-M. Hey, guys. We're the Tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get our audience familiarized with you guys. Sure, absolutely. So we're Zam Official. Um, we originally are from Boston, Massachusetts. That's where we all met. That's how we became the best of friends. Um, we took a trip to Miami uh, right when the pandemic started, and we got into our creative space during that time. So we hooked a mic up to a lamp, and we started making music <laughs> during the pandemic. And from there, we just started meeting new people, networking, building our brand, you know, building our following fan base, our Zamily is what we like to call it. Yes. Um, and now we're out here in Los Angeles, California, and we're still climbing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, that, you know what? I'm inspired already, y'all. I knew I was going to do it, but I really didn't think it was going to be that quick. But like, <laughs> yes, I love like a good like pandemic creation because I feel like this pandemic kind of forced people to kind of go into their bags because it's just like you can see how it's like this is going to get dark but it's going to get light real quick but it's like you see how short life is you can see legitimate like it's all you're consuming it's just like everything is like all this mortality all this different stuff and it's just like what am I doing it kind of forces you to be like okay what am I doing what can I be doing better than this? Because this is not it. It's just like, because I felt like I went from, I really felt like I was in a space personally of I'm just alive. I'm not living. You know what I'm saying? And you're trying to stay alive though. But you're trying to stay alive. Alive is the goal, but it's the, you don't feel like you're really living your experience out to the fullest how you want to. And um, for me, that's when I decided to just like fully pursue like screenwriting and um, doing this podcast is a <laughs> pandemic born thought process and creation as well. So I'm here. Yes, come on, podcast. Okay, because I wanted to. I wanted like when the dust dust to settle. I wanted to be in a new location. I legitimately moved from Detroit to LA okay. last year, so it was just like yeah, it was the pandemic. It was time. It was a lot of crazy stuff to come from it, but I'm glad that good things came from it too. I feel like people got stronger from it or it like broke them down. Like, you know, some people looked at the glass like half empty and some people looked mm -hmm. at it half full. And the people who looked at it half full really came out on top from it, you know. Obviously, it took a toll on everybody. It was hard on a lot of people, but it was really like you have time right now to do whatever it is that you've always wanted to do. You don't have mm -hmm. to work. You don't have to do that. Like, you know what I mean? There's no set schedule for you right now. It's just you can really pour into your creative bag and you can really become what it is that you wanted. So for us to be able to spend the um, pandemic together and really just start the music and really just pour ourselves into it 100% with nothing holding us back or like keeping us astray was amazing. And I love that, too, because especially as, like, friends, because, you know, listen, the pandemic, some relationships ain't last at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about romantic friend or other or even, like, relative. 
And so I just feel like that is so dope that not only is like, not only were you friends before the pandemic, during the pandemic, you guys banded closer together and actually started creating something that you guys can get like a career. You literally have created a career for yourself as friends. And I think that we're going to get into this later, but I think that groups get a bad like rap. You know what I'm saying? And they do. And a lot of the times you'll you'll hear people say, like, don't do things with your friends or whatever. But I love to see when people prove that notion wrong, you know, and they are able to actually create the life that they want to and the businesses that they want to and maintain their relationships while doing so. I mean, one one thing about Sam is that, you know what I mean, Goldie and Mika, they met in high school, and then I met them in college, so we've been friends for, you know what I mean, six to ten years, so we just have this one golden rule, rule that our friendship is the highest tier of importance to us, so, you know, if any, if the music ever got in between our friendship, the music is done, because that's what's important to us, but we love the music, and we're smart, mm-hmm. so we just know <laughs> that this is going to work. Yeah, I know when the pandemic started... We lived in a one-bedroom apartment together for five months. So it's like if we could get through living together, five bedrooms, all of our clothes stuffed in one closet, one dresser, one shower, you know what I mean? Like, we could get through anything. Mm-hmm. We didn't kill each other then, so we made it. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay. But I feel like, listen, if you start there, it's nowhere to go but up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, we're all friends, and I love that. It's just like, look, I'd rather end this whole thing and do something else music-related than to just continue and hurt the friendship. So I love that that's, like, the goal because I feel like once you go into it with the right purpose and the right intentions, that's when you get the best results, personally speaking. I think if I had to do it, it would have to be, like, you need to be able to say um, something to me so I know if it's getting out of order if you're feeling a slight way I need to know because that's how you know okay. yeah it's like communication's gotta be there always do y'all have like a word like uh Issa Rae and Molly did with Malibu did y'all watch Insecure where it was yeah. like Malibu and it was like time out I'm about to sit here and tell you about yourself because oh, this is out of control they don't have a word like I think it's just basically a look like if you can we just look at each other like Okay, <laughs> we need to check that. We need to check that. And that needs to be checked. We definitely can communicate without words, especially in a room like we we're constantly in rooms with like all men. As you know, like the music industry is like male dominated. So we've been in situations where like we can tell that things are taking a left turn that we were not expecting. It's like boom, boom, boom. Like everybody's on the same page here. Okay, yeah. And then we all yeah, we're gone. It's like and out. Can't do this. Well, I love that. And it's like, it's the best thing. I love a good group. I love a good group, period. Just like not even just musical, but like all of the things. I love some teamwork. And so I love when you have somebody else that has your your best interest in there. You know, we all have our common goal. Like we have everybody's best interest at heart. All right. So we're going to get into these questions. We're going to have some fun. This is going to be a good time. We are all having some girl talk, okay? Where's my all right. <laughs> get it. All I right. say get it. It's Sunday. People have been drinking since 10, at least. Right. <laughs> it's like a brunch day. People have been drinking, girl. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so what does Z-A-M official stand for? So it's the first letter of our initials of our real names. So mm-hmm. Ross, B, I'm the A, I'm Goldie, and Mika's names, but you probably hear us say them if you tap into our lives and little Instagram stuff, sometimes we'd be slipping up. Family <laughs> knows. Okay, that's all that that's all that matters. So yes, I feel like it stands for your names. And so why did you guys decide to do that with your names? Like you're almost like, actually, this is hot. Why ain't y'all do M-A-Z or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, how did y'all decide? Y'all were like, oh, this hits. This feels good. So um, before we even started making music, we put our names together like that. Like, we were like, oh, we're Zam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, before we even started doing music, we'd be at parties in college, just like sitting in a corner with our hookah, just chilling. And people would always kind of gravitate toward us and be like, Y'all seem so cool. Like, who are you guys? Like, what do you guys do? And we're like, oh, we're Zam. Like, we're just friends. Like, just messing around, you know? So mm-hmm. then started doing music, and everybody was like, 
so what are you guys gonna call yourselves? We were like, Zam. <laughs> okay, that makes that that's cute. Okay, we have to get we gotta get the name for the click anyway. So why not just make the money with the name anyway? Right. I love that. Are you looking for a lifestyle magazine that challenges your mindset and spirit? Do you need recipes to help you eat healthier and fitness tips that target your body type and needs? Check out One Choice Magazine, your trusted resource for wellness, personal growth, and spiritual development. Read articles that educate, uplift, and inspire readers to live well. Get the latest issue at onechoicemag.com. So we kind of touched on it, but how did you guys form into a group and like made the decision to do music? So it's like we were in the pandemic. Were all y'all individually kind of like gravitated towards music in the first place? Or were you just like, you know, we together in this apartment, let me, you know, play around? Or were you like, this is what I'm doing? And then somebody was like, hold on, that's a beat. Let me get on that real quick. Or let me, like, how, what was this origin story? I be wanting to know origin stories like y'all Spider-Man or Spider-Women. <laughs> right. So prior to the pandemic, Goldie was actually dabbling in music for about like two years, you know, doing freestyles on Instagram, going to the studio. She went to UMass Amherst. They had a recording studio there. So Mika and I were literally her biggest fans. We all lived in different states. I lived in New York. She lived in um, Miami after college and she lived in Massachusetts. And, you know, every time Goldie would come up with something new, we'd be on the phone like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, right. Post that on Instagram, you know, stuff like that. So when we went to go visit her, and um, well, previous to that, while we were on the phone one time, she had a verse and she was like, dang, I just can't come up with a hook for this. And I a quick hook online and then Mika's, you know, the managing things on her laptop. She's like, I'm going to be the manager. I was like, you know, Rossi, when, when you guys come to visit like for um, spring break, because we didn't know it was going to be COVID yet, we're going to go to the studio and we're going to make this song. And Mika's like, all right, we'll still be Z-A-M. I'm going to be the manager. Da -da -da -da. So, so that's what she thought that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> So we get to finally get to that spring break trip and we go to the studio together and Mika is like like humming a melody and she's like, try that, Zoe, on the mic. And I'm like, well, can you do it on the mic so that I can have a reference? And she's like, I'm not getting on the mic. I'm like, girl, do it on the mic so I can have a reference. <laughs> so then she gets on the mic and the bitch could sing. We're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Z-A-M, no manager. We'll no find manager. out later. Right, it's like, okay, sis, at this point... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to take another direction. <laughs> it definitely did. And ever since then, we've just been, you know what I mean, falling in love with it. And it, that that's the greatest part about music is that it's really fun for us. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? All these experiences have really just been super fun. So yeah. music comes easily. We enjoy the art of it. You know what I mean? The writing portion of it. Although, like, we do go to the studio and we do be nervous sometimes when we hop in the mm -hmm. studio because... You know, it's like your workplace and it's still a performance. It's not in front of a bunch of people, but you're still performing in the booth. You know what I mean? To see what you can come mm -hmm. up with. For us, like, that's one of the, the best parts of this yeah. whole thing. It's like a different type of, like, rush of adrenaline when you get into a studio session. You have producers who have won Grammys with some of your favorite artists. You have, you know, engineers and um, other people in the room. Just all eyes are on you and you're expected to just come out with something that everybody's gonna think is hard. <laughs> so, right, and then it's like, you kind of, it almost feels like you gotta do it for the approval too, cause it's like, okay, if y'all not messing with it, then I gotta start all the way over. <laughs> or it's just like, I think that that is the part where like, I think creatives kind of, it's like, it's a scary part of being a creative because it's like, you know, you have your, your mode of creativity, you have your thing, you have your babies that you love, whatever it is that you're creating, right? But it's like, and it's like you you work so hard to to be able to get onto a point where you can make this your breadwinner, you can make this what you're making money off of, and it's something that you love. But at the same time, it's like, Oh God, it's like it's just like a it's just like a real like weird space when it's like, okay, somebody is already messing with it. Now I gotta keep them messing with it. <laughs> very vulnerable for like for us. Like you gotta have to just like open yourself up to the music. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like artists when they paint something and they're like, Okay, now I have to show this to people, I have to hope that they like it. You know? Yeah, and it's nerve-wracking because it's like you don't know and you put it all into it. You think it's a hit, but then yeah, it's just like you got it. 
Right, because you're creating with blinders. You're like, oh, this is it. This is what I've been trying to say this whole time, or this is what I've been feeling this entire time. This is right. And then somebody be like, mm. <laughs> or they could be like, mm. you know what right. I mean? And I think that it's just the not knowing where they're coming from with it that can be nerve wracking. How do y'all like navigate that? I know you guys have each other, which helps as a support, but like if it's something that you guys are really like feeling, how do you just say like, well, we're feeling it. We're going to fight for this to continue I, on. I would say luckily for us, um, in like the most humble way that I could say it, like we haven't really ran into a situation where somebody was like, that ain't it. Yeah, we have like definitely people have their favorite songs. Like that might not have been our favorite. Like if we send over like five references that we did, like our label might be like, okay, we like these two. And we're like, wow, I didn't think you were going to pick those two. We really love these three, mm -hmm. but you know what mm -hmm. I mean? But um, I, I think it's also just like, like how you were mentioning before, um, we work with Tunnel Vision. Like, we mm -hmm. literally, like, guys, this is fire to us. Yeah. Like, to the point where, you know, others in the room, you know what I mean? They just sort of are amazed about the process because we really are not really looking around the room for validation because we want to make sure that we like it first. Right. So it's like right. that validation part comes at the end. Right. Like, everybody's off the blue. Everybody's like, energy okay. that we bring to it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, um, you know, there's, like, artists that aren't great artists, but they're great yeah. entertainers, you know? So mm -hmm. even I feel like if there's like certain songs maybe that we have or we come up with that somebody wasn't feeling the song so much in the beginning, like there's been times when my brother has been like, I don't know if I like that one this much. He's our hardest critic. I don't know mm -hmm. if I like that much. And then we'll be in the house and we're performing it and we're just banging out. And then like a week later, he's playing it. And I'm like, oh, I thought you didn't like that one this much. He's like, it grew on me, you know, like seeing right. it and like, you know what I mean? Seeing how much we love it, I feel like also makes other people fall in love with it. Yeah, and I feel like, too, is, is when you have a good, like, fan base and you have good following and support, they may not bump with everything, but, honey, one thing you're not going to do is tell me about these people who I stand for. You're not going to tell me nothing about them. I'm going to support them anyway. I'm going to stand beside them, okay? And then, like you said, like, your brother, your brother going to stand beside you, right. and, and it'll grow on him. He's going to still play it. He's still gonna give you the streams. He's still gonna give you the listens, and he's gonna be honest. But he's still, he still yeah. rock with y'all. So I think that that also helps it too. But I 100% agree. Like if somebody's performance or something, like you guys are excited about it. So y'all about to go hard on these three songs, the three of the five. Y'all about <laughs> to go extra hard on these three songs. So it's like, okay, well she had E on tracks one through three, even though we like four and five. These are the ones where we're probably going to get the best performance out of them, and we're going to get them to actually, like, y'all are bought into and invested into these songs. So if you're bought into them and invested into them, which I'm sure you are with all of them, but if it's, like, three bangers, you're going to make sure that you're going to, like, go extra hard on these so they can go, <laughs> so they can yeah. go crazy. And that's also why we love to write our own music because we feel it that much more when we are performing it. You know, yeah, I love it. Like, I don't write music yet, but I do write like uh, screen scripts and stuff like that. And I think that just writing is so cathartic. I love to be able to write, just in general, right? Because you, it's not really any rules when you write. You can just get it all out, and then you take from that, and then it's just like, okay. Now let's see what we can do. Let's get a let's get it a drawback here. So I always appreciate, first of all, I appreciate any artistry because like you have to think about it. It's a, a ton of different types of artists. Some people don't do their own writing, but I love that it, it, it always hits a little bit different when you do write it. You know what I'm saying? And and you feel it. So it's like this is literally coming from my mouth, my mind. <laughs> this is how I'm feeling. Let me get this out. And I think when you do it from that uh, that much of an authentic place, I feel like it has no choice but to hit people. You know, hit people in a real place where it resonates. Okay, so you're like, if I felt this way and I felt this, somebody else somewhere in this world had to have been experiencing this same type of thing. Or if they weren't, I want to take them on this journey and they can still benefit from the healing that maybe I got out of it. Even if they didn't go through this, they can still like benefit from like the triumphant healing or just be like, you know what? I need to talk 
my shit real quick. Let me do that too. So, so it's just like, okay, let me let me gas myself up because that's necessary as well. Right, exactly. You got to. Get great tips while networking with other creators across the world when you join the One Choice Magazine newsroom. The newsroom is where editors, contributors, and freelancers for One Choice Magazine gather to tell stories, exchange insider information, and develop their expertise. When you join the community, you will get access to workshops, deals on software, creator tools, and special episodes of the Creative Conversations podcast. If you are a creator looking for a safe space to see the beauty in what you do and develop your talent, join the One Choice Magazine newsroom. You can follow on social media at One Choice Mag Newsroom and sign up for the mailing list online at onechoicemag.com. As creators, it can be very difficult to collaborate just in general. And I think like even if you were solo artists, it would be difficult to collaborate and see people that have the vision of what your overall goal is in your artistry and in your career. As a group, how do you navigate when you guys do have differences? Because you guys are friends and you guys are individuals first and then a group by choice and by, you know, by it's like, okay, we choose to be a group. We're choosing to do this together and collaborate. How do you guys like navigate differences of opinions? How do you guys navigate like if, if one person is feeling like I'm about to write this whole song and I'm writing it out or how's like the process looks best later? How do y'all how do y'all navigate your dynamic? Like we talked about earlier, we we as Jam Official, we have a common goal to make like the best possible possible music that represents us and who we are. So mm-hmm. like we have like techniques where like each of us will write on our own time. We each have our own little notebook that we do our little writing in and things like that for practice and you know to get our bars up and things like that. But typically when we get in the studio, like we we combine our brains to one like and it's kind of scary yeah (laughs) and so like we'll go through beats and we'll kind of just sit there with a phone recording and we'll just start spitting out ideas and like you know words freestyling oh i like that oh yeah keep that keep getting melodies you know stuff like that and then you know we agree on what we like and we just keep building from there and building from there and building from Mm -hmm. there the only time really we'll separate after that is we each like to put on our own verse, you know, to give you a little bit of Rossi, a little bit of Goldie, a little bit of Mika, and then we'll separate. Like, even after that, like, we'll still chime in, like, hey, I'm missing a bar here. Like, can you help me with this? Oh, oh. Or I wrote this. I don't like how it's flowing yeah, off. Right. Can you help me so I can make it sound better? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we can get mm-hmm. our individuality in there. But for the most part, our so- our yeah. songs sound very cohesive. Yeah, because yeah. we all are very similar, but we all have our own little flavor. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like you can hear that in our songs, um, but at the same time, you can see how we're all just one unit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps that you guys are friends, right? So I understand. It's like okay, so we get each other, and it, 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 I feel yeah, like the. Highest level of friendship in any relationship is like if you could do the nonverbals, be like, right, and yeah. you understand what I've just said to you, and we're gonna go, or we're gonna be like, you know, or anything like right. that. I think that, that helps too when yeah. you guys are in there flowing. And I do you guys like record first, like, do you do your separate verses and things like we that do. first? We'll usually just all go in the booth together. Mm-hmm. We have three sets of headphones in there, um, and then we just start going one by one, however it is that we're setting up the song. And then whoever's not recording is listening to the person who is recording. So it could be like, mm, that was good, but you could do that better. Or mm-hmm. that's not off the way you're wanting it to ring off. Like, you know what I mean? Try maybe doing it like this or switch this word out because it'll help it flow better. Mm-hmm. Do you get like a beat first or do you guys get your inspiration in words first? Because I know it can be different. Yeah, we get our beats first. So, like, when we go into the studio, usually the first, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, we're just running through beats that 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 the producer sends that's there or that other producer send us. So we're just running through and we get, like, you know, five or six. And then we'll be like, okay, guys, let's go through the list that what we picked out. And then we pick out what we think is going to be the most fire for the day. Mm -hmm. And then when you do it, it's like then you vibe to what you just lay down. And then you're like, that's when you do like, oh, this could flow better here. Or this is like, or is that where you kind of go in there? Have you guys ever, ever just been like, 
laid it down, listened to it, and was like, I don't like it at all. Let me go back in here and vibe so I can match different energies, so I can match your energy, or this will be better for the song overall if I now have a different, you like, you have a difference of perspective on the song, and so you're like, actually, let me just do another one, another take with a whole other verse or anything like that, or do you write them down? Is it more freestyle? I'll just be so, I'll be so intrigued, y'all. Yeah, we pretty much, um, for the most part, freestyle on the spot. Like, aside from having our notebooks where, like, we do write in daily, like, we might be able to use something that we wrote in the past um, on, a, on a beat that we hear, and, like, we know that it will match up. But we typically like write on the spot while we're in the studio and we do it pretty quick. So, yeah. Like, you know, we were freestyling on the spot and then we we use each other um, to kind of like build the song further. So like we were just in the studio in Atlanta last week and there was an ad lib and I said it with my voice, but we wanted like to add like a deeper, you know, second element to it. So Rosti came on in her deeper voice and we kind of stacked it there and just like, we, we are so particular with like what we want things to sound. So we're gonna do every little thing to make sure that it gets to the way that we want it to sound. Whether it's all three of us on a hook, just stack and stack and stack, or, you know, Goldie's more high pitched, put her more to the front and me and Rusty kind of stack behind her. We just like, we know each other's voices so well and how they sound on every different song. So we kind of just like play around with like, you know, it's like painting with different colors. Like we just, yeah. we'll go in like, and this just- This one goes good here, this one goes good here. Yeah. depending mm -hmm. on what kind of song we're trying to make. I love that. I love the I love that analogy of painting with different colors because I think that that's a good true excuse me a true way to make sure that each of you gets heard and right. you get to be able to give your influence to it. And I think that a lot of the times too some people can be like, "Oh, well I came up with this this line. I should be the one to say it." But sometimes if it's creatively, if it's best for somebody else to say or like this would come better in a higher pitched voice and be like, all right, then you do it. But as long as it's on there. So it seems like y'all are just like, look, I'm more committed yeah, to this. I'm committed to the song. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care about that. We don't care about like the lead stuff, like going back to the, the group aspect. You know, people are one thing that was asked us is like, who's the lead? Who's the Beyonce? And it's like, we're all Beyonce. There's not one person that's the lead and the other two people are like in the back, like we're all equal in this and that's yeah. how it's always going to be. And I feel like that's where groups a lot of the time um, fumble because one, they don't start groups with friendships like, you know, we have. They're usually girls who just get pulled in together because they sound good together. Um, mm -hmm. And then they favor one person, which makes the other people feel bad about themselves, you know. So that's one yeah. thing that we don't ever let people do to us. You know, Rossi might be somebody's favorite. I might be a favorite. Mika might be a favorite. You know, so if you want to say Rossi's the lead because she's your favorite, then you go ahead and do that. As long as you listen to the band, but as long as okay. At the end of the day, so we're good. <laughs> at the end of the day, we're just everybody's gonna get this stream though. So cool. <laughs> and I love that you do it that way too. And I love that that's y'all's perspective because I think a lot of the times. Uh, people really try to dictate who you are as a group and a as individuals as well. So I think that that's amazing. It's like, well, first of all, we're all amazing in this group. And even like, Eve, I even heard an interview with like nobody, everybody's Beyonce, but I heard one uh, from a different perspective where um, Michelle was talking. She was like, okay, you like Beyonce, that's your favorite. Like you said, that's your favorite. But I still got paid, boo. I don't care. You like her. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's amazing. That's a good, that's a good way to, to think about everything. So in, in in a group, how do you guys maintain your individuality? You guys do share one mind and everything, but you all are individuals and you all do bring different aspects to the group um, to make it cohesive and make it what it is. How do you guys maintain your individuality as well as, you know, to be able to con contribute yourself truly so that you're represented in your group? I think that um, we are just truly ourselves 100% of the time. So that, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Never like we're trying to be somebody else. So like our true selves are pretty individuals. 
stoutish, you know what I mean? You'll hear, you know, little, you know, aspects of everybody's personality in one conversation. So I think that, you know what I mean? No one really worries about stepping on toes over here because we've just been friends for these many years. Right. So it's like when we talk, we've been talking for 10 right. years. So and, if you, like, and if you listen to our music, like if you listen to it enough, you'll start to hear it and you'll start to recognize like yeah. that's Rasti, that's Goldie, that's Mika. Mm -hmm. Like, you'll start to, you know, pick things up and, like, even when it goes to, like, from saying our names in the songs to, like, kind of the, how we, like, put our bars together, like, you'll, you'll start to figure out and we get our individual. And then we also, we have, we each have, like, some of our own music just by ourselves, too, that we kind of just play around with as well. So, you know, like, we try to well-round ourselves, mm -hmm. if yeah. that makes sense, you know. I feel like I think, it's. I think that the job is done on that too. Sorry, I just want to insert real quick. Like, yeah, do that. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel like kind of like how we like dress ourselves. Like we kind of match right now, and we didn't plan this. Like you mm -hmm. know, what I mean? and it's like we all have our own style of like how we dress, and people are always like, oh, like like they do a little TikTok thing, like who dresses the best? I think we all dress amazing. We all just have our own separate style. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm comes together so well. I do the homeless aesthetic. <laughs> Goldie is more I'm like bougie, as fuck. bougie slides out and Ross is the sexy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you all got, you all wear your aesthetics well. You know what I'm saying? If you know you say you got the homeless aesthetic, honey, you look like you have a home. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that means you're doing it well. Okay. <laughs> Executed <laughs> properly. <laughs> Loose, loose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how like as a trio of strong women how do you guys utilize your influence within your genre of music um that's a great question yeah. i think that we we have such strong opinions and we don't let other people try to overrule that so mm -hmm. like um so like when, you know, we've come to situations where people have like recommended maybe a song for us and it was a reference and somebody else wrote it and it just wasn't on brand with Zam. We will mm -hmm. absolutely know. And we won't, we won't use that material. Or it could be something that's really amazing and we'll say yes. But it's like, we are so true to ourselves that like, no matter how big the name or no matter how important the person, if like, somebody brings something to us that is not on brand with our values and what we believe that we want to, you know, be of like a representation of us. Like we're, we're just going to say no. Yeah. We're very blunt. We're very strong. We definitely demand respect. And I feel like that's something that we also bring in something that like our supporters see in us and love about us. You know what I mean? Like we have, we have little girls who love us that hit us up and ask us to call them or they, people who like little girls are like, oh, like I, I had a boyfriend at school and this happened with him because this other girl today and like they want to talk to us about it, you know, and like that's Come so to your cool. auntie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think we're more big sisters. Yeah, big sis. Like, but I mean, the middle school. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Middle school. I could be a middle school as big sister. You better calm down. My mom, I, I, I couldn't. Sissy. My mom is older than me. Big, I, I couldn't. Uh, my mom's the same age as my mom. So we anyway, couldn't be a Big sis me. <laughs> Auntie her, I guess. Big sis, big cousin. Okay, we can do that. Okay, you know, cousin. Right. I got cousins that can be too. my aunties. Exactly. <laughs> But I love that, and I think that it's so important for you to come in here into this industry and come in here fully yourselves, which we already established. That's that's how we started anyway. But coming in and being fully strong and asserting yourself, because I feel like your music is something that empowers women. Because I love, I love this for us, for women of our generation at this point, because it's just like, we no, we don't have to depend on anyone to do anything. We can do it ourselves. Now, it's not to say you can't buy me dinner, but also I got the bill if you default on your payment, okay? I got the bill for me. I can get home. I'm not going right. to be busting studs in the back. You know, like, I love... I want you type. Okay, exactly. And the thing is, it's just like, you know, I'm the prize, honey. You're welcome. 
You're welcome. This this time is valuable. You don't have to, honey, I don't have to do nothing, okay? And I love that that is what I get, and that's how I feel after I listen to you guys. And I love that that's just, like, been the wave um, for the last few years for um, female artists in particular, especially people who are in the rap industry. It's just, like, rap and singing and all that stuff. It's like, baby, you let me tell you something, okay? Okay, you can be a prize, but I'm the prize. First. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm the one, never the two. Remember that. You know, so <laughs> so I love that you guys are doing that and I love that that's how you guys assert yourself. When you kind of when you came into it, I know you guys were being true to yourselves and everything, but were you thinking about having an empowerment impact be the end result? of you just like you like I'm making a vibe though like I didn't know you was about to feel empowered sis to go off like how do y'all feel about that I feel like that's something that we would want you know what I mean it's not anything that we went into it like people are going to feel like this but finding out that people do feel like that definitely Mm -hmm. like fills us and makes us feel whole and makes us feel like what we're doing is complete and it really shows us like that this is what's meant to be, and there is a reason why we're doing this that's greater than even just us and even in just the music. It's really to reach people on a, a whole new level, you know? Yeah, inspiring others is truly inspiring for you to just keep on doing it, doing more of it, you know what I mean? All these people coming to you and just making a difference in anybody's life just for a second really mm-hmm. means a lot to us, so music has helped with that. Yes. And I like, let me give y'all your flowers real quick. Okay. Cause I really, really, really appreciate what you guys do. And I think that, you know, the way that you do it is just so like, it's not be corny, but it's elegant at the same time, but it's so relatable. It's really, I love the way that you guys are able to like do it in your own way and kind of like etch out your own niche within this whole big industry that makes makes people feel like they have to be in a certain box and make people feel like they have to be a certain thing and be like, oh, we already got that. But no, but you don't got me doing that. So like, so I think it's like, it's a difference in it. And like, how do you guys stay focused on being ZAM official when they try when it's in an industry that will literally hand you a script and be like stick to it or you out yeah we just be out (laughs) (laughs) we you know we're skinny we have no reason skinny little mini you know what I mean like we're not gonna fall into the you need to have a BBL and your boobs done, your whole body done, like facelift, face, fake lips, all of that, just to be a part of something. Like we definitely um, hold staying true to ourselves as a top priority, um, just because there's so many of, so much of that already in the industry. And not to mm-hmm. say that anything's wrong with that. Shout out to the girls who could. I'm too scared to go under the knife, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, like, shout out to the girls who are doing that and are making that way and have really shown up through that. But for us, like, we really just want to start our own way. We really want to bring a new vibe to music, you know, something that's going to be like, oh, that sounds different. Like, when people ask us, oh, you guys make music? Who do y'all sound like? We sound like us. I don't really feel like you can compare us to anybody who's out right now. And that's something that we really want to keep going. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that, too, because it's just like, your music and what you guys do, if you, it, it literally gives you the permission. If you want to do that, do it. But if you don't, and that's not how you come already, that's fine too. It's room for everybody to to be themselves and to enjoy this music and to let these people know, like, honey, I'm here. Again, I'm the prize. You're the prize whether you want to do that or if you don't want to do that. And it's, it's perfectly okay. Um, and I see, and I remember how we um, talked about earlier where you guys were saying that, you know, if it's something you don't want to do, you're not going to do it. And that's how you assert yourself within your um, industry. But like, and that's how you kind of get your identity as a group. But it hasn't ever been a moment where it was like that you remember where you were maybe challenged 
to actually like really have to fight for like this is how we do stuff here and we we're good with leaving it because we're all friends and we have other stuff that we can do too this is something like letting people know like this is a choice i'm choosing to be a part of this industry i'm choosing to be in this group you know without you know you know get you however much tea you want to share on that <laughs> but there was ever a moment where you really had to stand up and like fight for your um identity and to assert yourself as a group yeah so a couple times <laughs> yeah um, so in the beginning um we probably wrote maybe like when we first started doing this back in the beginning of 2020 we probably wrote like three or four songs together and then um we a bigger artist from florida saw us and was like amazed with like the performance that we brought and like the potential um, that he saw. And so he started like getting us in like the studio um, and we kind of lost ourselves for a quick second there and just wrapped up in the wow, we're, like in nice big studios, we're traveling, we're doing shows. And it was kind of like a little bit of a dictatorship in that situation where he mm -hmm. wanted to write everything he wouldn't let us say certain things if, if it wasn't said this way that he wanted it to be said. It was like, get out the booth, you come, you try it because she's fucking it up. Like, you know, um, yeah. so that was a situation that we dealt with pr for probably about two months. And then, you know, we finally ended up going out and doing something else on our own. And he got upset with that, that we didn't invite him. And at that point, we were like, well, we're not like, this is us on our own. It's not anything to do with you. So we left that whole situation alone. We're like, we're done with it. I don't care what you can bring to the table, what you can do to help further our career. We know the potential we have, and we know we're going to get there regardless, but we really need to get back to us and stay true to us. So from there, we were done with that. Yeah, and we just got <laughs> educated so that we would never have to do that again. Yeah, so we're happy that happened early on in our career because if we let something we would have let happen to us later, who knows how detrimental it would have been. Yeah, and I love that that stance, first of all, taking the stance and being like, all right, this just isn't this isn't gonna be the break we thought it was going to be in that way. But I also love educating yourself so that you can prevent this issue from happening anymore. Are you looking for positive music that's guaranteed to improve your attitude? Follow McKissick Health on Spotify and get access to the best playlists for positive thinking. New playlists are available every month with over two hours of free music. We match each playlist to an issue of One Choice magazine so you can listen while you read the latest issue. Head over to OneChoiceMag.com to subscribe and follow McKissick Health on Spotify. First of all, I love music. I was in like, in from middle school to from 6th to 12th grade, I was in a voice keyboard class. So I love music, appreciate it. On a theory level, all of these different things, right? So I just be so enamored with the process to hearing it. So like, can you tell us a time? Because you guys have many different songs and different projects that you guys have already done thus far, which is amazing. But can you tell us a time or a specific song that you can remember, like that was like super memorable from like the concept to the, you know, from the writing, like just thinking about like, I should make a song about this, to actually sitting down, writing it, getting in there, recording it. And then like, if you did a video or anything to it, like all of these different things, like what was the process like? And like, how do you feel like, even when you perform it or, you know, have the video and see all these different things, like I would love to understand like for one song, because you got a few of them, y'all. So one song, can you tell me about, like, the process that you went through from concept up until, like, the full execution of it, be it a video or if it was a recording and even performance? I think, like, Tip is a really good example. Like, mm -hmm. Tip, Tip, we recorded a year ago last April in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, we actually went out to Atlanta for a week to do, like, a six-day, like, we called it like music boot camp with Cheese Beats. So he's a Grammy winning producer. He's worked with Cardi B, Migos, Lil Baby, City Girls, like 21 Savage. Like he has like a great um, credit line. So, you know, we went out there, we met him for the first time and it was kind of our first time getting into that habit of listening to a beat be made from scratch, you know, like 
like nothing at all he starts you know playing some drums like playing some beat and then it keeps building and building and building and so like you know like so you know we're hearing all this happen and then like you know words start flowing out and we're kind of just like practicing time just like freestyling out loud and so tip was like really like a group group effort like from the hook to you know all the verses and things like that you know um the breakdown of the beat like that was one of our first like i feel like masterpiece songs that we created we were really excited about it for a long time and then also like we're starting to get the visual um stuff together for it now because we have such a specific mm -hmm. idea for the music video and like once we get it all together it's gonna yeah it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be crazy mm -hmm. yeah I cannot, listen tip just hit my iTunes and merch. So, uh, so, so yeah, I can't wait to see the video and I love it. Like when you can hear, like you can hear it. Cause like as a listener, you can always hear a song and you think what you think the concept is in your head. And then it's just like, I wonder how the artist is going to interpret this when it's time for videos, because I've seen some videos and I was like, how we get here? So it just always makes, it always cracks me up. Love our concept for tip like it's definitely out of the box but still in the box mm -hmm. if that makes sense no it in does it's like it's like in the box it's like it won't be like you guys just like or maybe it will be but like just walking down like just the street with a, like a baby stroller and be like what how we get here <laughs> but you know but <laughs> I'm excited to see it, and definitely we're going to support you guys. We're going to support your music anyway, but we definitely going to support your visuals as well. I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. Um, Y'all, I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think? Like, I, I love that. Like, just being able to do the beat and see it build and be like, okay, this is the vibe I'm on, and you get to understand, like, just the engineering of a song a little bit better than you do when they just send it, you something that they thought yeah. of. I think it's pretty cool. And then you can kind of see what tip the producer was on as well. Mm -hmm. So you can match that energy because I'm sure being a producer, you send somebody certain uh, beats and audio and whatever, and you send it to them and they make it you a whole different thing than what you thought you were going to get ever right. from this beat. <laughs> so I think yeah, it's I'm interesting. Sure Cheese didn't even like the beat. He was like, you guys liking this one? And we were like, yeah, keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah, there's like a few beats because like he's definitely one of our favorite producers to work with. Um, there's a few beats that he's done for us where he's like, wait, like you guys like this? Like I was about to make another one. We're like, no, like, you he know, does. we love that one. <laughs> keep doing it. So And having him make them from scratch, it just gives you an opportunity to like pick out an element like the 808s or the hi-hats or just anything from the beat and just rap on that. And that's what mm -hmm. makes song really fire. Love I love it, and and I love Tip. Okay, let me be very clear. Okay, y'all saw in the in the finish the lyric. It was two references to Tip yeah. in there. So <laughs> as soon as he started making that beat, I don't know. I just got strip club vibes. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. <laughs> okay, especially we want to be outside, so we want to have some outside music. So I appreciate it. <laughs> It's the same outside. For all the, the workers in the club, the bar towers, the bottle girls, the, the sweepers, the dancers, just everybody that's there, the people that are exchanging their money. Like, Listen, okay, and that's important. That's right. important when you got to work in a space and you got you might be hearing a song all the time. Because I like in retail, like the songs they used to play in, like, in stores, it just be like, oh. My guy, y'all. I used to work at Forever 21. I used to work at Journeys, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work at Old Navy, so it's like that little mix, especially yeah. on the holidays, and just be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> um, next question. What would you guys consider to be your most rewarding creative project that you executed? Most rewarding... Um, I would say that our first mixtape was pretty satisfying to us just because it came from like all different elements like certain songs were old certain songs were brand new that we made to fit in and it's just like that last studio session where everything just 
came together, we were like, wow, like we are creative. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> that was definitely one of our proudest moments for sure. It was uh, great to just have something that wasn't just one song come out. It was a collective of songs and something we worked hard on um, and put our energy into. So we love back to Miami. Yeah. And we also feel like the story that's being told from the start to the finish, like it just all came together so perfect mm -hmm. that we're very, very proud. Yeah. For those Look of y'all who listen to it, you've you heard that story, right? <laughs> okay, because, like, listen, because y'all needed to go, what, back to Miami so y'all could perform, <laughs> perform and y'all could get that off because look at y'all running right back into them questions. Y'all following the way because I wanted you guys to be able to tell us, um, like, about that project, actually. So yeah. could you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so um, Bunger Volume 1 is actually a series of four mixtapes that we plan to put out. Um, we're planning to do one for each season. So there, this was our winter project. There'll be a spring project, a summer project, and a fall project. Um, they might not all be this year. It might go every other for the next two years. Um, mm -hmm. But regardless, you guys are going to get it. Um, the first one was winter, so we did more R&B vibes. We told a story about you know, kind of starting a relationship off when you're getting to meet a guy, you know, and then you're starting to, like, fall for him, and then he's acting funny, so then you start distancing yourself, and now he's mad because you're distancing yourself, and then you just call it, it's over, you know, so that's pretty much just the time <laughs> of this tape, um, so going into the spring tape, I'll give you just a little bit, it's gonna be like, we're, we're on our boss shit now, mm -hmm. relationship not doing none of that it's all about that money about them bills and we go hard for the spring you know spring vibes gotta be bouncy bouncy hard 808s all that good shit <laughs> yes and good thing about spring vibes you can ride those right on in the summer too because yeah. i i like my base to knock in the summer as well <laughs> <laughs> so i love that and i'm and i'm excited to just kind of see how that like that journey because I always love a good story in the in the music and in the art. So I love that it's going to be a series. We love a series here, okay? So I'm very excited because I was that was literally a question and you answered it perfectly. I ain't even gonna ask you. Um, <laughs> so that was amazing. I love I love when this happens. Uh, <laughs> um, what or who? Creative juices have flowed, y'all. <laughs> y'all have allowed me to be in the ZAM official brain for just like <laughs> an hour. And I really appreciate y'all for that. Uh, <laughs> so what or who inspires you guys as artists? Um, I love J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> but I love J. Cole. <laughs> yeah, honestly, the... the I think it was an album. I don't think it was tape. Yeah. I think it was his first album. The album that really made me want to rap is Davies Kylie Chanel. That's I still his hardest project to date. I his new stuff is so cool. You know, I still love him as an artist, but Kylie Chanel just went so stupid that that came out in what 2016. Mm -hmm. And then I was for a whole year straight, a repeat type. And then by 2017, listening to other female rappers that were coming out, I was like, nah, I'm inspired, man. Like, I could do this, you know? And, like, my brother always made music. And I saw my brother grow from making music from 14 to, I think he was about 25 or so when I started making music. So I watched him grow over, like, about 10 years. And I just thought it was so amazing how his writing went from what it did from where it started to where it was at. So that was another inspiration for me. Those two very heavy. I love that. I love J. Cole too, y'all. I, I love y'all anyway, but... <laughs> I think I'm inspired by a lot of different people in a lot of different genres of music. Like, And I think mm -hmm. it's just the feeling that they give you, like, Sir for R&B. Like, he just hits me in that way. You know what I mean? Reggaeton, Romeo Santos. Like, I don't even know what he's saying, but it just hits you. <laughs> but you, I, like... Afrobeats artist Burner Boy. I just like the way music just makes you feel and want to get up and want to dance and want to move. So that's just what we try to do with Zam Music. Everybody. We really listen to everything. So mm -hmm. it's hard so people are like, what's your biggest inspiration? There's so many things, you know, like we can't forget about the females. We came up where 
we were kind of young for Kim and Foxy, but I mean, I heard it through my older sister, and she probably heard it through her older sister, the same thing with Mika. Um, but for us, like, Nikki was it. When I was in high school, Nikki was it, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm listening to Nikki. I'm seeing all her crazy, her faces and her fits and her flows and her, her, yeah, the theatrics. Yeah. And like, that's definitely um, a big influence on yeah. us as well, For you sure. know? And, and even what she does with her voice, like, she'll be doing it exactly. in her regular flow and then just completely change it up. Yeah. And you'd be like, what? What happened? Is there somebody else on this track? (laughs) And the characters go into her bars as well. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. So, and then um, we can't forget our girl Cardi because in college, we was Cardi crazy. Okay, Barbie. Barbie game. Got it. It's like seeing her journey from where she started and what she did to get to where she's at and how great of an entertainer she is, you know, mm-hmm. that is something that has also, like, influenced and giving us, given us the motivation to be, like, it doesn't matter where you started and what you were doing before. When you find something that you love and you go for it, you could get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love that, like, and I will say some similarities between you guys and her. Like, she owns who she is, and she owns exactly her lane. Like she's like, okay, well, I'm not trying to be this X, Y, and Z. I'm only going to be me, and that's what y'all came to see. So that's what y'all gonna get. It. Like, like, and I love I that. Stay, but if you don't, there's the door. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can also leave. The same door works for both, so you can do all of the above. <laughs> right. Okay. What was your favorite song? that you guys have created so far? Um, so yeah, mine is definitely an unreleased song right now. Um, we have a song in the stash. It's called New Shoes. And it just, it's just like everybody just slid on it so crazy. The hook is just so crazy. I feel like it's a very marketable song. I feel like it's a very inclusive song where really anybody can vibe with it. It's mm-hmm. not It's not just one one pocket where only the trap niggas is going to like it or yeah. only, only the, like, trigger bitches is going to like it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. anybody, my mom will like this, my goddaughter will like this, my grandma will like this, you know, the girl who listens to Dua Lipa will like this. Like, everybody will love it. <laughs> okay, we love, a, we, got, we love a good crossover hit, okay? <laughs> I think right. my favorite song um, it's gotta be definitely New Shoes but also Easy Easy is like one of my favorite songs that we have as well mm-hmm. yeah Easy goes crazy I think oh my god that's so hard um, I think mine's also unreleased we have a song called Do Better and it just slides so mm-hmm. can't wait for that everyone. sounds like something I'm ready to listen to uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited to hear like your future music. I love that. Like we can expose people if they don't already know, which I hope they already know, but if they don't, we love to expose new creatives here. So I'm super excited for everybody to just be put on. And I'm so excited to hear all of the volumes, okay, of all of the projects and all the new songs. And I love like the little like I love that y'all give us like little like Easter eggs, you know what I'm saying? Because you gave us, you gave us, like, you gave us a project, but however, you gave us tips that wasn't on the uh, the same, that wasn't in the same project. So I love that we get a little, we get a little song, we get a little taste, y'all. We get a little right. something, something along the way as well. And I'm so proud of you guys and proud of what you guys are doing. And I'm so happy that I can contribute to giving you your flowers. I'm excited to see where you guys are gonna go. I'm excited to to hear about where you came from and all of these different things and how can we support you guys through this podcast? Like, how can we support you guys and pour into you and become a part of y'all family because we try to You're already part of it, girl. <laughs> Welcome. Yes, yes. Okay, give it to us. And so, did I do it right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us know where we can find you at and all the apps and platforms and all that good stuff. 
you say that so good. <laughs> so you guys could follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're Z A M official. Some of them you might want to add a three at the end. I think TikTok and Twitter. Yeah. We're also on YouTube. All of our music videos. We have some other interviews. Um, some cool videos. New like, vlogs coming soon. We yeah, have vlogs, video sessions, things like that. Um, and then all of our music is streaming on Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon Music, wherever you listen, you'll see Zam Official there. A M O F F I C I A L. Hey, you got us. <laughs> okay, so y'all can't mess it up, and we'll definitely have it linked below in the description for this episode. And with that, we thank you so much, ZAM Official, for having a creative conversation with us. It's yeah, only up from here, y'all. <laughs> thank you thank so you. much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Creative Conversations podcast presented by One Choice Magazine. If you made it this far, you've heard encouraging words and tips that will help you on your creative journey. Be sure to subscribe to the show on your platform of choice and leave a review. Like and follow the podcast on all social media at One Choice Newsroom and follow me at Brianna underscore E93. You can also join our mailing list online at onechoicemagazine.com. I send out a newsletter once a month with recaps from the show and a bonus resource to help you on your journey. Get links to everything mentioned during the show in the show notes. Remember, it's only up from here.